Hi, this is May. And I'm Joy. Welcome to the QWERTY Writing Life Podcast, where we have candid chats about our creative lives. May and I are friends, writers, and creatives who want to share our endeavors out loud. On this podcast, we're here to encourage each other, and you too, and share tools we've discovered or made up, so you can follow your passions with a little support. So grab your tea, or your coffee, and let's get started. everyone. It's another week. Hello and welcome. Tonight we're going to be doing our final part of our Seizing Creative Success series and we're going to be speaking on words, intentions, and affirmations. And we are actually not going to do a creative week this week because we have recorded this entire series in one sitting. So here Here we we are. are. (laughs) (laughs) This was hard for me this year to to pick like a word or, you know, a phrase or something like that this year. Sometimes it's pretty easy where it's like, this is what I need to focus on. But for 2021, I think that I wasn't quite sure exactly what was happening in 2020. So I didn't know where to go from there. But, uh, but it did, it finally came to me and then it came to me and it scared me. Like the word scared me. And I was like, I don't know if I want this word. I think I might put it back. (laughs) And How did you have like a hard time picking what you were going to do for this year? I did. I was, I was kind of between a few different words and kind of went back. Oh, you had choices. (laughs) Well, I did. I mean, they were all similar. I think, I mean, it took me, it took a while for me to get to that point. It took me a while to get to the choices. So don't get me wrong. It wasn't a simple thing, but, but then it was like figuring out which one fits well. So yeah, so I can't wait to hear yours. So tell us yeah. your word of so, the year. I, I, you know what? Come to think of it, I did have two that I really wanted. I kind of wanted to choose both, and I did use the other word in some of my intentions for the year. Mm-hmm. So, but as far as like my focus word for the year, I chose open. Ooh, that's <laughs> a like good it? one. I do. Yeah. I do. So. That's a really hard word for me because being vulnerable is hard. And whenever we open ourselves up, we are always vulnerable. But I have learned or I maybe I'm in the process of learning that uh, relationships are what brings meaning to this life. And if I don't open up a little bit, uh, then the meaning is less. And I don't want to have a lessened life, right? So this word fits on both a personal and a professional level. So it reminds me that relationships aren't truly real until I open myself up. And no, I don't mean like, so I want to clarify. (laughs) I don't mean like flay myself open on a sacrificial stone like Aslan or anything like that. Um, I don't, and I also don't mean like letting somebody skin you alive because those are very, you know, masochistic kind of things to do. But I do mean walk with my head up and not buried in my phone or looking at my shoes. I mean, like, um, allow people to see me and actually see them back. Uh, I'm worth seeing and so are they. And recognizing that, internalizing that and acting on that is is kind of a big deal. And it's something I want to do. So I also mean like look into their eyes and listen to their words and hear their meaning and just love, love, love on people Mm -hmm. this year. 
And I really, really want to do that. So that's on the professional level. And that actually flows really well into my creative work as well. So I want to be open to new opportunities and creative nudges. So I, I'm going to set some goals, guys. <laughs> I'm going to set some. But I'm using a word. I'm actually kind of borrowing a word from joy. And instead of calling them goals, I'm calling them intentions. So I intend to do these things. But if a creative nudge comes up and wants to replace one of those or wants to add to that plan or take away from that plan, I am not going to be upset. I'm just going to go with the flow, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and that is not a very Megan thing to do. <laughs> so... So I am going to be open to change and mistakes and open to new paths. I'm going to be open to letting work go because it's not right and open to dumping the plan and making a new one. Open to laughing at failures and crying at successes, open to new perspectives, open to looking myself in the eyes and listening to my heart and hearing its needs and love, love, loving on myself and my art, imperfections and all. So 2021 is going to be all about grace. It's going to be all about nurturing. It's all about opening up. I think you picked the perfect word. And I cannot wait to see how your year of open goes. So I, this is one of my favorite newsletters that you send out every year, by the way, is, is what you have set aside to filter your year through. And so I really enjoyed reading your newsletter and that explained all of this stuff. But you've got some new things here that you want to share, too. So. Can't wait to hear them. What is your word, Joy? <laughs> so my word of the year for 2021 is commitment. So looking ahead, my goal for 2021 is to focus on the completion of the books I have in process as I continue with my perseverance in writing the soul with heart through the next many books to come. Seeking always to make decisions founded in God-given wisdom. Now, I pulled together each of those words, focus, completion, perseverance, and wisdom, from my previous four words of the year. How little I knew just how much I was going to need the one that I chose for 2020. I think we all <laughs> needed a little extra dose of wisdom, right? Mm -hmm, <laughs> so sure. learning from what's behind and looking ahead to the opportunities before us, I claim a commitment to you, to all my readers, to my writing community, to the libraries and bookstores who are so dear to my heart as I move forward with new or altered goals for the year to come. And more importantly, I embrace a renewed commitment to God and to my family as I continue in this work that I've begun. And that kind of links back to a little bit that we shared in the last episode about the lessons that we learned from 2020. So yeah, so that's my word of the year. <laughs> I love it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So um, like you have mentioned, 
we have decided to play a little, around a little bit with semantics <laughs> this year. We're going to use the word intentions rather than goals for our plans. Um, but before we share those, we want you to know that we still love and believe in goals. Okay. Goals yeah, are do. like, they're, they're my babies. I love goals. Goals make me happy. Um, all of those things. All right. We also believe that the two-part episode we did last year about goals is still valid and helpful. Um, so you might actually be in a position where you're, you're thinking through goals and you're wanting to set some. Um, those might be some really good episodes for you guys to check out, and we will make sure to put the links in the show notes for you. We used some fantastic beasts to break our big picture goals, dragons, down into smaller goals, cotchies. Um, those are fairy cats. And then even further into the smallest goals, pixies. So if that sounds like something that might interest you and might help you, then check out those season one episodes. Um, also, be sure to drop us an email and let us know that you would like the handy dandy and free PDFs <laughs> to help you implement that goal planning in your life. So with that clearly stated that we still love our goals, <laughs> let's talk 2021 intentions. So May, what you got? So just some tangible things that I want to do. And some of my intentions actually rolled over from 2020 because they didn't quite get done yet. And we talked about alterations in our year and how we had to, um, to make some changes in 2020 because dumpster fire, right? So uh, if, if this is the first episode that you are picking up in the series, you might want to go back to part one and to part two and then come back to this part three because there's some really like foundational things that you might want to hear before you, you roll into this. We'll link to those in the show notes as well. So I had some, some wavering. It was either going to be open, which is the word I was going to use, or it was going to be reflection. Hmm. And reflection has become... One of those words that, you know, has double definitions. Yes, we have a reflection in a mirror, but we also have reflection on the efforts that we make in this life. And I am coming to understand that without the reflection, it's much harder to learn from the things that we do. So I want to, uh, to reflect more on a daily, a weekly, a monthly basis and see what I'm doing in life. And also because there are days that I feel like, where did, what did I do? Like, what did, what even happened today? <laughs> I know I was really busy, but that happens but to I me all know. the time. Yeah. It's like the time just slips. It just mm -hmm. slips away. And I know that I was doing the things on the list and I, and I know that I was, I was doing things that mattered, but I don't know what they were. And that actually gives me a bit of an empty feeling that I'm kind of in this like robotic automatic state. And that's not how I want to live my life either. And I think that potentially the cure for this, and this is my hypothesis, the cure for this is going to be reflection where I take a moment to look back, see what worked, see what didn't, see what I loved, see what made me laugh, see what made me sad, and just know, know those things about myself. Another thing that I want to do is build a simple, organized process for my home 
and for my work that can help me be more productive. And I also think that that will help with the time slipping Mm -hmm. situation. That is another thing too, that will take time to learn about, to understand and then implement. I have spent a really, really long time feeling as if I am living off the cuff. And though I get a lot of things done, though I am very productive, I don't feel that way. Like I always feel frazzled and there's just got to be a better way. (laughs) So, so I am on a search to find that better way. Uh, another thing that I want to focus on is, is all of the things that we talk about in season two, episode 18 for the mind, body, and spirit and how those three things work together. And if you are nurturing those three things, then you're, you're feeling pretty good. Uh, you're feeling real good actually. So, and also how, if you nurture your mind, how your body and your spirit benefit from that, when you nurture your body, how your mind and your spirit benefit from that, et cetera, et cetera. So on a tangible, like projects level, I want to make small systematic changes to bring me closer to these intentions and fingers crossed, achieve them. Yay. Yay. So I've had goals that have rolled over and rolled over and rolled over and I've not gotten there to those end goals yet. And that's been, that feels really bad whenever you don't do that. I think that I need to change the way that I attack those projects. So, um, in the last episode, I talked about trying out the atomic habits by James Clear. So that I'm going to attempt that this year. Hopefully it'll work. If it doesn't, I'll try something new. But <laughs> as of right now, I'm not obtaining those goals anyway. So what's it going to hurt to try something new? And that's what I'm trying this year. Um, rolling over from last year, I want to continue making wonderful podcasts with good educational content for creatives with my friend Joy And so hopefully she wants to do the same thing. Hopefully that's on her list because it's on mine. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Of course. (laughs) And in the early months, so not only do I break it up in a year, but I do quarters as well. So, and there's four quarters in a year. So in quarter one, I really, 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 really want to publish the the poetry book. I also want to look back and break down the poetry and postcards project and see how I can make some tiny steps toward that. I really want to double down on story swell in quarter one, too. We've got the women in publishing summit coming up and I want story swell to be ready for that. That's going to be a big part of my 2021. That was also part of my alteration goals in 2020. So that's why it's a rollover. You won't hear it in their very first post about our goals for 2020. But if you look at the goals disrupted episode, (laughs) you will hear about stories well and how I was able to work on that because I was not able to make new things out of nothing. Uh, I also want to work on the all the words book series, which is now now a series like a complete like whole a whole bunch of books idea, which I never thought that I would was creative enough to have. Like I held myself back. I think for that, mm-hmm. I was like, Nope, I'm a trilogy. I'm a duology girl. I'm a trilogy girl. But no, I think that this might end up being something bigger than a trilogy. And that shocks me as much as it might shock some of you. So, <laughs> then I have a couple of new things that I want to dive into. Just two, just two little new things. 
And one of those things is a TBR room project. I have to confess that I am a bibliophile. If there is a book that is in my hand, it's coming home with me. I mean, I'll pay for it. I don't like steal it. But like, (laughs) thank you for clearing that up. I have like a little area in the house that is just mine, mine, mine. It is overflowing with books. I have bookshelves in there and then there are books that are sitting on the floor and then there are books that are sitting in front of a door and then there are books that are sitting on a stool and on a desk and they're everywhere. They're just everywhere. So I feel this is a problem at this point. Well, there's no place like it's a, it's this it's also like the guest room too and like there's no place for anyone to sleep. <laughs> it's gotten to where it's embarrassing and it's giving me negative emotions instead of the happy feelings that one should have whenever they walk into a room full of books. So and it's not like I'm going to get rid of them. So this is the whole project. This is how I'm going to do it and not have bad feelings about getting rid of books. So I I want to create like a to-be-read room project where I find, like I sort them and I go through these books. Like this is what I do. And I want to document it somehow and let it be a part of my creative content. I think it might go really well on Stories Well because Stories Well focuses on a love of story like that's what it is it's a community for storytellers and story lovers and so hopefully in these tbr piles i'm going to be able to find some really good stories and have things to talk about too uh, as i clean out this room there's so many books y'all there's so many books but also some of them are like neat books so thrift store library sell books things like that that have been purged and I found some really cool books. So I have like a, a 1932, I think it's a 1932 edition of the Winnie the Pooh in the mm. Hundred Acre Woods. And so that one's not leaving, guys. So there's no. some really cute books in there. Like that will actually make my bookshelves look really cool. So I do want to pare down on clutter and, and you know, not go full-fledged minimalist or anything. But I do think that there is value and in having things have a place. The other project is uh, a QWERTY project. So I want to write a book with you, Joy. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, let's (laughs) do it. So I know that sounded all spontaneous and stuff, listeners, but we have been planning this. (laughs) Yes, we have. I cannot wait to share a little bit more about that. Yeah, and I hope that that comes in 2021, but it won't kill me if we have to put it off because I do think that the topic is so, like, crucial. It's so important. So if we can get it out and we can do it well in 2021, that's wonderful, but we promise that we will not put out this next book without it being what it needs to be in order to help people. Yes. Okay. So something I want to learn about, too, in 2021 is I want to take a short story class. So I've been, like, organically writing short stories and stuff like little things, but I would actually like to take a formal class or an online course or something like that about short stories because I'm curious. Yeah, so that's all I have. That's all I have for my intentions for the year. I love the fact that we are using this word intention. You know, it's just, it's good. Yeah, it's just, it's a mindset shift that I feel like we needed for this year. Mm -hmm. So I know I did. Um, So each of mine, I just, I kind of wrote it using intend. I intend. 
So <laughs> here we go. I intend <laughs> to publish two more fiction books and complete Carolina's legacy collection. So it, it girl. Yeah. I cannot wait for that short story book. I cannot wait. I know, I know. And so I talked to my other um, critique partner today, and she's most excited about the other one, the epistolary with the letters and the journal entries. So I love it. I'm so excited. (laughs) So I intend to produce at least one more part of our QWERTY Writing Life author resource series and take action steps toward other parts. So May started talking about this a minute ago. So here's the thing. This is so funny, guys. We had a conversation earlier this week about that series, okay? <laughs> we have some huge plans for it. And here's the the really, you know, magic-y, you're going to get goosebumps part. Both of us had the same plans and goals separately. <laughs> so discovering that, as we shared, was pretty doggone exciting. Um, Those plans will be implemented as soon as it is humanly possible for us to do so, but (laughs) my priority is that May publishes her poetry book. And I finish publication. I'm on her goals list. Of course you are. I mean, come on. (laughs) That's a true friend, people. Can I just say that out loud? (laughs) Oh, goodness. And And I have the selfish part, too. And I finished the publication of my first fiction series. Because here's the thing, we have both placed this podcast and our speaking ahead of our our own writing a great deal this last year, because we really just kind of only had the time for one thing, and we made it what we did together, because we were committed to one another and what we were doing. And so I want to make sure that we stay true to our passions first this year. So, I know, right? (laughs) It was definitely a lot of affirmation that that we are on the right track, that this is the right thing for us. And so what I'm talking about here, I'm not going to get super specific. We do have um, another book together that we're planning. In fact, it will be um, the topic that we are presenting at the Women in Publishing Summit. So um, the the topic itself will be out in the world before the book, but um, that is one thing. And then also, as we mentioned in a in an earlier episode um, in here in this series, you know, we wanted to put out an audiobook for Finders Keepers and we wanted to put out a workbook. Those were some of our goals for last year and they didn't happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, whether those happen first and then the other book or whether the other book happens first and then we hit the audiobooks and stuff like that, I don't know yet and we'll figure that out. Um, but we also have some other books in the series plan too that we've been talking about, but I won't get into any more detail on those. But we just, we have big plans and I'm excited about them. So on that note, I do intend to continue my commitment to May and to Cordy Writing Life and strive for quality in our episodes and speaking opportunities. Oh, that's wonderful because I said the same thing. Um, so, and this, I always get like more ideas whenever we do things like this and talk things through, but I wonder if we could do like a Red Bubble or a Society 6 small, tiny, little um, shop and put our cute little typewriter on a shirt or a mug or something. It doesn't have to be like extravagant or anything, but I just feel like maybe we should do that. (laughs) What do you guys think? Email us, let us know. Uh, Oh, another thing that you can email us and let us know is what are you wanting from us? Do you need something from us, um, from the podcast? Because we want to help you. That's kind of the whole reason why we started the podcast and this whole nonfiction brand anyway, 
is to just help you guys because Joy and I are teachers at heart. We want to help people. So if you have something particular that you want us to discuss on the podcast, please email us and the email will be in the show notes. We'll talk about it at the end of the show too. And let us know what you, what you need and we will hopefully be able to provide. Perfect. Yay. Can't wait to hear from you guys. So just a few more intentions. Um, I intend to, in, to continue improving both my consistency and clarity in social media with a continued focus on readers. I mentioned that um, in a previous episode about how I feel like I'm, I'm getting there. Not that I'm there, but I'm getting there. Uh, I intend to continue my mindset shift and introspection with a desire to aid the day-to-day challenges of business and family. Um, I also mentioned that in the lessons learned and in the first one in this series where we talked about alterations and how things changed last year. Um, I intend to seek out editing clients, more indie authors for this new year, and I intend to renew and bolster relationships with indie bookstores and libraries and increase interactions with book clubs. So those are kind of, um, those are like the trifecta of my heart right there, um, indie bookstores, libraries, and book clubs. I love them. (laughs) So now we have one more thing that we wanted to share with you guys before we close out today in this last, the third of the three-part series of seizing creative successes. And this is our 2021 affirmations. So last year, right after our two-part goal-setting episodes, we had the extreme honor that I'm still riding the high of, (laughs) of chatting with Joanna Penn here on Cordy Writing Life. Our talk with her seriously was like the high point of my life, really, I think. Um, (laughs) And in the course of our conversations, she shared with us her creative affirmations for 2020 and for the 2020s decade. Um, Creative affirmations are simple statements that affirm where you want to be or what you want to have accomplished by the end of that year or decade. You do it that way. It's written as a declarative sentence, as if it's already happened, it's in the books because you're claiming it as good as done. Um, So Joe really inspired May and me to write out our own affirmations for last year. And that's something that we wanted to continue this year. So without further ado, May, (laughs) what is your creative to do something? We do it. That's what (laughs) that's true. That's very true. (laughs) So what is your creative affirmation for 2021? Well, I just want to point out to you that I think that you can have more than one. And for different aspects of your life. So it doesn't have to be just one or you can have more than one even for, you know, your creative life or or just one aspect of your life. But I picked one to share with you guys. And it is, I am a habitual writer who completes projects by seizing a multitude of small moments and collecting them like granules of sand until I have a roaming shore for readers to stroll. Girl, you just made that just as pretty as it could be. I didn't mean to. It's just how my fingers made it. And I got through with it and I was like, I don't think I can take out that analogy. It's mine. (laughs) I like it. It's pretty. (laughs) I'm so glad you do. Uh, And I love the middle image of it. It's this calm, peaceful thing Mm -hmm. that uh, people are enjoying and it's helping them be calm and peaceful too. So I love the middle image about it. And I also love the middle image about like just taking these small snippets and making them yours and combining them and molding them into something that is beautiful, like a beach shore. And it fits perfectly with your story swell. 
Yes, it does. Oh, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. That was on purpose. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I caught you. Ha <laughs> ha. You can see it on my face. I cannot hide emotions. I can't do it. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> so, Joy, what is your affirmation for this year? Or at least one of them. Yeah. So this year's is a little bit different, I feel like, from what I wrote last year. It's more of an inner affirmation, and it's more, honestly, across life. Because um, rather than just a professional one, because I'm trying to weave the two together better. That's, you know, as you guys um, heard previously, that's something that I'm working on. So here it is. I am consistent, committed, and continuing to grow, learn, and produce. It would not be a joy statement if there was not alliteration in it. That is true. Consistent, committed, and continuing to grow. I love that. It's so nice. Yeah. So I think it's about time we give these people a challenge. I totally agree. No truer words have ever been spoken. (laughs) All right. So here is your QWERTY challenge for the week. Do you have a word of the year? Have you set goals or intentions? Have you thought of writing out a creative affirmation? Or do you do something different? Whatever you do, we want to know about it. So share away with us. Or if you don't want to share with us, find someone to share it with. Because here's the thing. Plans and intentions are so much more powerful when shared. We think. I think we think. I think I think you think too. I, I, I do also think. So we think. So perhaps you you don't have any of these things set yet. So take this week to think about the year ahead. Where do you want to be at the end of 2021? What would you like to have accomplished? Intentionally set aside some time this week to think this through. Seriously, jot the time down on your calendar and don't you dare stand yourself up. Okay, grab a notebook, grab a cup of joe, grab your favorite pen. Open up your mind and be honest with yourself. If our fantastic goal-setting episode inspired you, then drop us a line and ask for your free PDF printables to help you out. Or if you want to be more like us and just, you want to intend some things this year, you know, and see what happens, then do that. Um, Email us at editorial at logosandmythospress.com. That will be in the show notes, so you can just copy and paste that. Um, And we just... We want to know what's going on with you. We want to know also, like May mentioned earlier, if you have requests for the podcast, what do you want to hear us talk about? Um, do you have questions that you'd love for us to answer? Whatever the case may be, just we're here. We sure are. <laughs> okay, everyone, we hope that you have a fabulous week and go make something. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening until the end. Seriously, you're a trooper. Do you think pretty writing life is the bomb? May, you just said the bomb. Don't you censor me. If you think Cordy Writing Life rocks ice for real, oh my word. please rate, review, and share us with others. If you have questions about this week's episode or want to start a conversation, you can reach us by visiting QWERTYWritingLife.podbean.com. We'll be back next week with more candid chats for you.